What's up, guys? Dave here from Metal Epidemic, back with a brand new podcast. Have you missed us? Have you missed us? I know that answer is yes. Duncan is shaking his head, but I know you've missed us. It's been I a while, Dave. Oh, did you have to do that so early? Oh, yes. Get my oh, system now. F- Just in case anyone hasn't checked it out yet. Got to oh. pimp the stuff up front. Dear, dear. So, me, Duncan and Kyle, we did a Twitch stream <laughs> at the end of last month. Last week. Was it last, last it week? It was like, yes. feels like an eternity ago, <laughs> but it was Days last are just week. running at each other. Last week, uh, we were live on Twitch. We we painstakingly went through the whole stained back catalogue, all seven albums of it, and then ranked them from seven to one. Over three hours of my life, I'm never going to get back. Plus but the prep. Plus, plus the prep. Plus, plus a listen- week of listening to Stained. So. Jesus, man. And that's because we gave the power to the listeners, which yep. we will never do again. So that's, that's <laughs> Because the they've proven themselves to be total bastards. Yeah, when they say absolute <laughs> power corrupts absolutely, that is the mm-hmm. case in point. A whole yep. Twitch stream dedicated to Stained shows that no one can be trusted except us three. Yep. So you ruined it for yourselves, guys. You ruined it for yourselves. It is up on YouTube, though. Dave, what's the YouTube channel? YouTube.com forward slash Metal Epidemic. See your souls leave our bodies over three hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> See Kyle get to a level of rage I have never seen them before. He actually left during the Twitch stream like, yep. for, for a good couple of minutes. To that point where you think it's a joke, and he closes the door, and he's like, I open the door any second, and then... Like 20 seconds passing, I was like, that to Dave, there's a very good chance he's just not coming back. <laughs> we may have lost him from the podcast. Yep. It was tempting to not come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, we will be back on Twitch again, though. Um, end of May, 26th of May, I think it is, the last Wednesday in May. Uh, we have picked <laughs> um, the theme or topic for the next Twitch stream, which is going to be top five guilty pleasures. Oh yeah, within the genre, within the genre. So within we're not going genre. to be rocking up with like <laughs> Duran Duran and Erasure as much well, as I want that too. to happen. Oh my god, as much as I want that to happen, <laughs> it won't be happening. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, within the genre. Yeah. Within the genre. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that uh, coming twenty sixth of May on Twitch. Uh, Twitch TV forward slash Kyle Seven Oaks. If you want to check out Kyle's channel, that's where we'll be streaming on the 26th of May. Um, jump into the Discord server. We put uh, posters up for the, uh, the Twitch stream and all sorts of other shit in there. Uh, check that out. Um, yeah. we'll We're dubbing this one. I'm I'm your Twitch. I'm your lover. I'm your child. I'm your mother. <laughs> so nicely done. Nice. Thank you. Um. But yeah, should be fun. Looking forward to that one. Guilty pleasure should be a good one, actually. Looking forward to that. I've got like um, fifty. This is the <laughs> one. This is the one list I can come massively prepared for. And many of David Bowie, because none of them should be guilty pleasures. <laughs> no, exactly. And none sure. of those are metal, so none are David Bowie. No. no. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, what have we got coming up for you on the podcast today? Um, we have a ton of new music to let you hear from some cool bands. Um, we have an album review coming up. And we have our very first Metal Epidemic podcast competition, ladies and gents. What? What? Correct. We will be giving away physical goods on the podcast. 
That's a cool goods. That's right. So uh, stay tuned for that coming up on the show. Um, what else is new? What else has been going down? Gojira's out, lads. Gojira's finally here. What a finally. Yes. Um, and it's um, doing very well. I, I it's think doing it's, rather well. From what I read today, it's likely to have cracked the, the UK top 10, which is the first time any of their albums have done it. And it is the number one album on iTunes at the moment, Oof. which I would have thought if you're the number one album on iTunes, that means you're number one in the UK because that's how people yeah. buy music. But apparently Surely. I am a fool. So <laughs> like, I, I still don't understand how music is consumed these days. So yeah, yeah but it's, it's, um, it's doing very well on iTunes. So I'd be very happy about that because that's obviously international in scope mm. um but yeah they they were very they were, they were bigging up the uk peeps today saying that uh, they were on track for their first um uk in the top 10 which is kind of nuts for a band like gojira yeah, absolutely um but you know i'm not surprised um because we did review it on youtube 45 minutes worth <laughs> check it out <laughs> Almost uh, the length of the album. <laughs> Almost. My well, favorite... we're talking about though. Oh, I can't get over it. It's, re- it's really. <laughs> it's, the thing is, it's a really, really, really good album. Yeah. And what I am loving at the moment is the amount of butthurt Gojira fans that don't like a repetitive chorus. What? Oh, that was my favorite thing that I read. Um, Gojira, I don't know when this started happening, but I've been listening to your album. And do you need to repeat a chorus seventeen times? And my answer is yes, because it's fucking awesome. And where's <laughs> it's a your chorus? Great chorus? Yeah, where's yeah. your chorus? Fucking, you know, general fucking metal listener. Oh, sorry, you don't have one. Oh well, you can't <laughs> sing it nineteen times. Fuck off. <laughs> so yeah, I like him, um, and other people like I, I, they've lost their way. They're no longer heavy. Like I said to I, Dave at the time, they have that's... got. Albums and albums of the old stuff. Let them yep. do something new, and the new stuff's really good. So it's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. Like Cannibal yeah. Corpse took heavy to a new level, and Gajira took heavy in a different direction. That's another and it's album, awesome. by the way, that I am reading a lot of people not too keen on. I, I like. I, I feel like people have like you know when they say that you you lose your sense of smell with COVID. I'm also mm. going to say you lose your sense of taste. Um, <laughs> like your ability to understand good music may have inflicted the population because I've read a lot of things going oh it's just generic Cannibal Corpse I'm like no 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 I've, fucking not. I've listened to Cannibal this is the one I like <laughs> this is the one I really like so fuck off right I've listened to Cannibal Corpse since the late 90s this is not anything like any of those albums it's just like, no. it's just like you know it's kind of almost speed metal and what is wrong with that Mm. It's fucking ripping, man. It's absolutely amazing. Rudan's a man, and fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so just a lot of people that are not happy with bands. Yeah, no. yeah I've seen there. a few. I'm not going to name any names, but it's a few reviews. Going, Did we listen to the same album? What the fuck name are you saying? Yeah. Let, well, let's, let's, do, let's do Kerrang. That was my, my favourite thing. That's the one I was going to say. That was bullshit, that fucking let's, review. Let's, like, let's, eh. let's drop Kerrang in the, in the shitter because it's really, really funny. The, the Gojira review... Um, where they were like that yes for fans of Mastodon <laughs> Behemoth <laughs> for fans of bands that sound nothing like Kajira yeah, I, I, I was reading it going like that there's literally none of that in this album like no, none Bam, of that what no I don't get it I don't, like, it's just like well just like any any oh. big band 
Well, it's just, I mean, Mastodon, you can kind of almost see with like drum fills, but that's yeah. it. Like, yeah. I wouldn't put the two together at all. I'd listen <laughs> to them together because that would be fun. That'd yes. be a great day. But yeah. nah, I wouldn't be like, oh, you like Mastodon? Check out Gajira. The mate is what they've got as, as much credibility as saying like, uh, you know, you should listen to the new Fortitude album uh, from Gajira for fans of Def Leppard. You know, what I mean, it's literally <laughs> the level of. Because all they've done is they've picked the modern day big metal bands yeah. and just lumped them in there, as opposed to yeah. saying, "Well, you mean they're all in different, they're all yeah. in different fans parts. of up for fans of the bands that are going to be filling arenas in the next few years." Yeah, it just it, to me it just felt it just it's lazy, it's lazy yeah. journalism. Um, mm. There's a so, lot of that. Yeah, I know. There's a lot. It's fully them. Even some of the smaller ones I read, I read they were like one came out the day after it was released. Like, here are my thoughts on the new Gojira. I'm like, you have 12 followers, no one gives a fuck. But <laughs> you're wrong as well because they were like, it's not as good, it's not as heavy. Well, well, well I, the thing is, like, uh, Kerrang also said it was the most important album of the decade thus far and gave it a 4.5. <laughs> like, yeah. like, surely if it's the most important album, it's a five. Like, surely, yeah, you know what I mean? Come on. Like, you're what are you it saving that point five yeah. for? <laughs> you're giving it the same grade that we have, but I know for a fact you gave the Architects album. A five, right? Architects. So, if this is if this is a more important album, that means it gets a higher score. Fucking mainstream media. Arseholes. The mainstream, lamestream media. <laughs> lamestream. Lamestream media. Dicks. So yeah, the Architects it's, album was shocking. Uh, it's so bad. It's so uh, the, I think Metal Binge. Hammer had it in their top ten albums of oh, the year thus far. And I was like that. Whoever gave you that very eloquent, very very silky smooth, soapy hand job for that mm. to make the ten? I hope you're mm. happy with yourself. I also hope you get an STD. <laughs> I, get I bet you. I bet you. I could pick. See the end of this year. I bet you. I could pick Metal Hammer's top ten albums. I guarantee you. I could pick the top ten. I think you. We could. should make it a game at the end of the year. We should do <laughs> that. Do that. <laughs> we should do. We should all come with sealed envelopes. <laughs> yes. And reveal yep. what we had in our seal there, but since here many hits we get. Let's do um, that. But yeah, Gojira's out and it's really, really good. And yeah, to be really honest, Dave, and we'll get into the what we've been listening to after the first single. I don't know why mm. I did this because that is an actual segment. <laughs> it's not me quoting Dave in any sarcastic way. That's the segment what we've been listening yeah. to in the last month. Um, Dave has been pelting us, it's safe to say, Kyle, with a tsunami of fucking music. So, like, when it comes to what have I been listening to, most of it's been reviewed on Metal Epidemic. <laughs> like, most of it, because so True. much music. Like, so much yeah. music. Mm. It's and just getting worse. Do you want to make a, a an announcement about how happy you are that your wishes have all come together, that Distant have decided to release an um, album <laughs> of 19 fucking songs? I'm, I'm not saying I made it happen, but... <laughs> <laughs> I made it happen. This is a <laughs> grassroots movement. Dave was the yep. Dave is their street team. Remember yeah. street teams? Remember that was a thing. Yes. Dave's our street team. The, the How cool were you though? See, when you were on a street team, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you you were kind of like, like I'm in the Roadrunner street team. You're like yeah. fucking really, really. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. So what do, what do you get? What Means do you, nothing. Do you, do you get like free albums? No. Do you, do you no. get like preferential treatment for like buying? T- no. No. What do you do? I hand out the flyers when the gigs. <laughs> Right, I do that. Yeah. Do you get paid? Most for of it? the time, you say oh. that, and they're like, "Oh, how'd you get that?" Like, just said it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you get you get paid for handing them it. No, no. You get paid for handing it Chinese menus in Glasgow, and you don't get paid <laughs> for handing out fucking 
garage <laughs> fucking the, the garage itinerary <laughs> for the next two months. That's what's wrong with the world. Yeah. So Yes. Um but yeah, that's coming in is it June, I think? Is it June? I think it's June it's getting released. Yes it um, is. <laughs> although I think we've heard at least three quarters of it. Or maybe more. So this, um, is the, this is the bit. This is the bit that, like, I mean... Yeah, it, it mm. looks like... I had a look at their Bandcamp page to see the track list, and it looks like they've picked songs from the EPs they've released over the last year. Um, not necessarily in any particular order. They're all kind of mixed. And then the last... I think it's the last five or six songs, maybe seven maybe seven songs, um, are all new. So it's like, I think it's, I think it's about 12 songs of old stuff or from the last year, and then seven new ones, I think. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear how they've pieced it together, how they work. And yeah, because the, the production on that last EP was vastly different Whoosh. from the rest. So if they're piecing songs like that in, it's mm. just going to sound weird. Mm. But, uh, I don't Which know. I'm still my my my, uh, <laughs> my opinion is still pretty much the same. Like I couldn't what? listen to those two EPs mm. back to back. So the last two EPs yeah. back to back. So but the fact of I... some songs and putting more on there. I just think I'm going to be exhausted. I think I'm going to tap I know it quick. I, I know I wanted an album, right? And I, and I definitely did want an album. 19 tracks, <laughs> however. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's pushing this limit at an album, to be honest. It's almost a double album. You know I'm, I mean? gonna, I'm, I'm going to listen to that all the way through and be like this the whole time. I'm flexing, by the way, for the user <laughs> can't see at home. <laughs> um, I'm going to be like, yeah, I got I'm, all the way through. Yeah, I'm hoping audio interludes. I'm hoping like Maybe. atmospheric dark stuff to link it up because 19 yeah. songs back to back of yeah. deathcore is is just too yeah. much. I know I got well, we slagged off from Lisa, yeah. who's not listening to this. I know she slagged me off on Twitter. She said I was out of shape and I'm old and all of that. But I stand by it. There is a there is a there is a reason why when deathcore albums first started coming out, they were thirty minutes long. I don't mm. know what memo got passed around <laughs> in the last three years that said if it's not fifty minutes, it's not a fucking album. But that yeah. appears to be the new the new rule is more is less, which yeah. I don't know if I agree with. That. I don't know. I'm not sure either. When we listened to or we did the two to the grave review it was yeah. like a similar idea it was like a previous album plus a new ep and it yeah. was really like it was well over an hour and a bit long um and it was difficult to yeah. get through so i'm not sure but i'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping it's going to be great i've even i bought a t-shirt i've got a distant t-shirt um i'm going to wear it when we review it uh, look <laughs> us supporting bands i bought myself yeah. a genghis Tron t-shirt which is really? it's in transit at mm, the moment yeah album nice. of the year thus far and i'll give you a laugh a Sango Sugabog t-shirt. Oh, because hey, I thought I actually thought to myself, see when I saw because on the same site, see when I saw it, I thought, I don't know how many people are gonna I don't know how many people would go out and see that band play. I might be in the minority here, but I just can't imagine they're gonna be doing like a shitload of touring and all the rest. Yeah. Throw them a couple of bucks. So that's what yeah. I did. Nice. Yeah, I did a wee uh, a wee merch order on website was I used Empiricon was it Empiricon oh yeah Empiricon um, did loads uh, so I got a, a wee bundle of tees in the other day there a wee distant tee is fucking nice I reduced my band t-shirts down to about four yeah. and it was all horror stuff and then we're back doing this and they're slowly yep. building up again which I'm not happy about and I can tell you right now the wife isn't either Um she's like well we'll get rid of some of these horror ones and I'm like no no <laughs> come on they what? can hear you <laughs> they can hear you say that don't ever say that again yeah. If you get tapped on the shoulder in the middle of the night when you're sleeping, you know which t-shirt did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, my wife hates them. Um, <laughs> yeah. I bought the most obscene, gruesome t-shirts. Well, or yeah. t-shirts. You know, just the, just the, the fucking... It's the butcher of the birth one that does it for my wife. She's like, can you not wear that in the house, please? Yeah, I got... Yeah. Um, what was the one I got? Uh, Razor Sharp Death Blizzard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I got one of their t-shirts, which has got the world is fucked on it, so she loves that. Um... Oh, I've got the Cradle of Filth one. The Cradle of Filth one. Oh, the infamous one, Jesus is a Cunt. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've got that one. And it's great because her family's all Catholics. (laughs) Kyle, you're a man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I am Edgelord Supreme. How how in in a country where, like, worshipping of Catholicism is like an all-time low, how have you managed to marry one of the only Catholics in Norway? (laughs) I'm just lucky, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) That's you he's just trying, like he's so underground with everything he does. Even even when it comes to picking a wife, he's like <laughs> <laughs> that fucking raw sex appeal he's got. <laughs> um, yeah, so who's an my nerd pit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I wanted to mention was uh, I sent a little picture to you guys on the old group chat. Uh, yes, day. I did. It was your penis. It was welcome, but Dave, <laughs> I'm just going to say you need to go and get that checked out. Right. right. I was just just double checking. I wasn't sure. I mean, I thought the the, the the area had got worse, but I wasn't sure. So I wanted to just you know. Oh no! It looked bad. Guys. It looked bad. Yeah. Like, like right, okay. if, I'm, you're glad that I'm not a doctor because my first response was kill it with fire. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, the swelling's overwhelming at this point now. I can't even get my jeans shut. It's just. Um, <laughs> the other picture I did send was uh, download 2022. Yes. That lineup, eh? That lineup, boys. Psyched. Let's go through the lineup, Dave. Let's go through some of the bands on because I have a theory on this, right? Uh-huh. I have a theory on this. This this is actually the download that download fans deserve. Is it though? Yeah, I think so. I, <laughs> like the, the longer the longer I looked at it, the more I thought that's probably in line with who goes to download. Um hmm. so hit us with it. Who um, are the who are the headliners? Come on, Davy Boy. Headliners, uh Kiss Iron Maiden. Oh. Biffy Clyro are the three main headliners. Right. So I'd see Maiden because I've never actually seen them before because I keep missing them. Biffy Clyro, that'd be fun. Kiss, mm. I would rather kiss my goddamn mother so than kiss. watch that band. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate Kiss so kiss much. Are on their seventeenth farewell tour, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this stop is download. Um, so oh. yeah, I mean, I, like once again, Kiss. I mean, Kiss will get. The, the, they'll have the live show and everyone will be happy with that. Biffy Clyro are probably the size that they need to be to headline download now. They're fucking huge. Mm. Even though I stopped listening to them a while ago now. Um, mm. And Iron Maiden, I mean, that's a that's a no-brainer. Um, I'll yeah. be honest with you, I'm like much to uh, like much to side with Dave here. None of those bands I'd want to see though. <laughs> like his no. headliners. This is why they keep saying who's going to break through the next glass ceiling to be a festival headliner. And mm. they keep saying, well, it's what bands reach that level? You want to know how... It's kind of like, you know, when you're like 14 and you're trying to get your first job and everywhere mm. you go, they're like, well, you need experience. And you're like, well, I can't get experience until you give me experience. <laughs> um, it's kind of like that. Like, there's there's yeah. there are festivals that keep going, well, there's no bands that have really stepped up to that level because you haven't let them step up to that level. Yeah, seriously. You could easily pick... Uh, Lama God or a Gojira or a Mastodon that we mentioned earlier on and put yeah. them or on be- as a or Behemoth yeah you put mm. them on as a headliner at download and it will not affect sales at all no as long More as the rest of the because those bands are amazing yeah like yeah. 
But I might not, even just give the headline as a miss. But who, like, who buys a fucking weekend ticket to see Kiss? No one. Yeah, you know I mean, you're you're paying it because you're getting all those bands, so it's a bullshit fucking thing. And you know what yeah. you did download? Who else? What what other notable um, names? Under underneath those, you have got Deftones and Corn. Oh yes, I've seen yes. both, mm. and to be honest, like for me, mm. an outdoor festival, Deftones and Corn, nah, not for me. Uh, maybe I like a wee collab, a wee bit wicked. One, two, three, <laughs> and I come with the wicked. <laughs> I've seen I, I've seen them both before, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know about those two. Um, that's the main stage. You've, you've got a couple other big ones. The main stage, Pretty Reckless, Rise Against, Black Label Society. I would go watch the Pretty Reckless. <laughs> oh, sure. we know. Would you? I'd go, go watch. I'd go watch <laughs> one of them. Um, <laughs> second stage, Megadeth, Steel Panther. I go watch Steel Panther. Second stage. Darkness. The darkness. Are they still um, around? Yes. Yeah. Can they not just keel over and die? They had one good album from one good with one good song, and I'm just like, hey, just die. fuck off. <laughs> What's his name? Um, I don't even remember. I don't care. Just fuck off. The darkness. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Uh, <laughs> we also got the the distillers, airborne. Oh, the the distillers. Are they yeah. reformed? <laughs> no, Dave's it's like, another distillers. Dave's like Ovs, maybe. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> It's the Russian distillers. They're 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 <laughs> they're handing out vodka from the stage. Potato vodka Shit. from the stage. <laughs> yeah, bathtub yeah. potato vodka. Mm. <laughs> Who else, Dave? Look, uh, a coil, Bush. Bush. Uh, Fuck. Bush. What year is this? <laughs> uh, uh, Wednesday, thirteen of Mason and Men. Massive wagons. Doctrine. Yeah, that's my wangs. man. Doctrine. Come on. Doctrine. Massive wangs. That should be massive the name wangs. of a band. Um, that's the setting stage. If we the... do our eight, eight string Doom project, that is going to be <laughs> massive, massive wangs. wangs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else have we got? The, is it the Avalanche stage. Uh, the Ghost Inside Funeral for a Friend. Mm-hmm. Descendants. Um, oh, one the... decent band on there. Loath are on there. Oh, <laughs> Loath. Oh, I love Loath. You see the band at the end called Static Dress. They're just yeah. hoping that people will mishear that. Like, fuck that Static X. Yeah. <laughs> static X. Nice. Drunk um, in the middle of the field. Like, oh, I've got to see Static X. Who the fuck are these guys? Holden Absence. <laughs> uh, who else have we got in there? Sepultura. Right, well, let's go on to the dog. The dog to stage is the one decent thing about this festival. This is, If I was going, this is basically where I'd be standing for the whole day. Um, headliners, you've got Electric Wizard and Sepultura. Mm-hmm. Sepulture are fucking awesome live. Yes. Mm. Um, you've got fucking Blues Pills. All right. Uh, Dying Fetus, who are fucking Fuck awesome yeah. live. Um, British Lion, never heard of them. That's some um, dude from Iron Maiden's side project, isn't it? Oh, that's why. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Steve, what's his name? The bass player. He's fucking uh, running from one stage to the main <laughs> stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bastard. Oh, I'm fuck. I'm <laughs> 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 Yeah. Uh,. Bleed from within, representing the Scots. Mm-hmm. Um, Venom Prison. Fuck, fuck yes. yeah, I go see them. Um, Spirit Box. Fuck nice. yes. Uh, Fire from the Gods. Yeah, all right. Um, Higher Power. Yes, mm-hmm. I'd go and see them. Kill the Lights. Yeah. Dead Poet Society. Uh, Joyous Wolf. Modern Error. Cellar Door. Mooncrow. Lotus Eater. Decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Scratch. Dead Label. Fojo. JJ Wild, Anchor Lane, Temples on Mars, As Everything Unfolds, and The Ingest. I've never heard of that last like 10 bands there, but there's at least five or six on that stage that I would check out. 
The thing is, as um, well, that they've announced this a full year before the festival. Yeah, yeah. Like a full year before the festival. More than yeah, which is nuts. Yeah, I know. It's I guess not they just want to because because they had didn't they, they didn't they cancel it last year? Well, they had to cancel it last year, and then yeah. Um, yeah. you know they've rolled into this year, and they teased that it was going to happen. It was never going to fucking anyone nah. with any common sense knew it wasn't going to happen this year. Um, why they keep yeah. these things going on? Just get out in early and just say we're not doing it this year, which they finally yeah. done. But now they're like, but don't worry, now here's something to look forward to, and I'll be honest with you. No, is the, is yeah. the short answer. But, like I say, this is the... I think what Download needs is a really bad year of attendance for them to look at the list of bands they put on there and realise what they've done wrong. However, mm. I imagine it will sell it really, really well because no one's had Download for two years. Yep. Which yep. might also be... It's probably also the reason they've struggled to get some bands on that because there are some bands out there that will be like, fuck Download, we are touring like motherfuckers for the yeah. next two years to make up for the year and a half of income we did not make. So, mm. which is why every third day I'm getting an email saying so and so is coming to Glasgow, and I'm like, no, no, not, no, no, not doing it, <laughs> not maybe. Okay, all right, you've twisted my arm. Right, yep, I'll be there front row, front row, um, front is, fucking the, row. Which is the, the problem? End of this year is fucking nuts. chaos, man. Nuts. So. December so always used to be pretty busy anyway in Glasgow yeah, for bands. Yeah. It's a lot of American bands for some reason would go touring Europe yeah. in winter <laughs> for no yeah. fucking good reason <laughs> at all. Uh, they've got the wrong way around. Come over in the summer uh, when it's a bit cooler than what you used to, then go back over for the winter to your country where it's fine. Um, so yeah, but there's there's shitloads. It's, it's actually it's it's getting to the stage now. It's slightly intimidating how many bands are going to be over. And I said this before. What's going to happen is like I think venues are going to struggle to get max attendance in a lot of gigs just because punters are going to have too much of a choice like mm. on any given day I I reckon like in December anyway in any given day you could have like three or four different gigs on that week of mm. decent excellent caliber bands playing and you're going to have to pick what you want to yeah. go and see it's nuts uh, do you think they're going to do gigs to their capacity as well or do you think they'll be smaller well, in, in theory, Dave, in theory, mm-hmm. um, they should have rolled out the, without being like, I don't want to claim to be a scientician, because um, <laughs> I'm not, uh, or a Scientologist, because I'm definitely not. Um, but yeah, like, I'd, according to their, their roadmap of inoculation, they should be, I think they're, they're talking about pretty much max capacity down to people in their 20s by October which mm. I think is why so many gigs are coming in at the December level. Right. I think they'll still have to do some sort of testing, though. I mean, mm. It's just going to be a prerequisite, but they're saying that they can do these really quick tests now, yeah. um, and you can bring, like, those cards that say you've been to FastPass. But I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 like I, I literally World. don't know why they wouldn't at this stage um, mm. for December, unless yeah. there's some sort of remission um, or a third True. wave. Um then yeah. I, I think they'll probably get away with it. I mean, if they're smart, they won't pack them out because that's just fucking stupid anyway. Because um, you're going to have a lot of people that are not used to going to gigs, going to gigs, getting ripped at their fucking face and acting like arseholes. 
Um, and if you're my yeah. age, what you want is a nice bit where you can get a seat and look at the band, because um, because <laughs> nice. the knees just can't hold it anymore. Uh, so yeah, I'd like I don't know. I'd, I'll be interesting. I'd be interested to see how many venues launch into that sort of kind of tactic. I don't know. I don't know if all the same venues will be around, especially mm. Glasgow. Way. Um, I think some of them might fall by the wayside. So mm. yeah. It's going to be the end of this year. Everywhere is just going to be a really interesting time. So mm. and we'll see how quickly the we'll see if the live music scene bounces back as quick as like the retail sector because retail sector. Well, I don't, why are we doing this on a, a metal podcast? But the retail sector in Scotland bounces back stronger than expected by quite a bit um, mm. in the first two weeks since since yeah. lockdowns like kind of was really so. I've seen the pictures of people like camping out outside pre-mark outside the cheapest cheap fucking place in the world people (laughs) camped out and that right there that right there see those people I'm not a dictator but see those people round them up Gaddafi style right put them away somewhere so we never have to deal with them again I've never been I've never been that desperate for a fucking pair of cheap pants (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I've queued up at like six in the morning to make sure I was first through the door to buy those cheap pants. Yeah. Arseholes, Dave. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what they're queuing up to cover. Yes. Yeah. This is yeah. true. This is true. Hours <laughs> <laughs> hey. opens tomorrow. Oh man. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's gonna be hell. I'm so glad I don't live anywhere near it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's fun over there, bar. Yep. I'm go- I'm going hell. out for I'm going out for lunch. On Saturday, the first time oh, I've been now in almost a year. Damn. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I, to say I'm looking forward to it is an understatement. Nice. There we go. Can't wait what to walk for? into the restaurant with a mask on my face, uh, <laughs> be escorted to a table that no one is near, to remove my mask and sit down and eat my food, to be served by someone wearing a mask as well. Yes. No, nothing. Nothing shouts. Hygiene, um, <laughs> like like a bit of that. So I think waiters should just carry on wearing masks. Yeah, just forever. <laughs> that's it. You know, <laughs> just make me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anywho, um, we're going to be chatting our uh, listening history over the last month or so, just in a sec. Uh, but we're going to play a little track for you just to get us going. And the uh, the first track of the podcast comes from uh, Australian metalcore quintet Visioner. Um, they formed in 2016 and uh, are already known for their energetic live performances, the heavy riffs and the catchy melodic choruses. Um, having shared the stage with bands such as Partway Drive, In Hearts Wake, North Lane, These Nuts and Make Them Suffer, Visioner are hitting the ground running in 2021 with a brand new vocalist and a new single called Psyche, uh, which I'm about to play for you right now. Uh, This is Visioner and their new single, Psyche. We'll be back right after this.
visioner for you there and psyche if you like what you hear then check them out on facebook.com forward slash visioner aus okay so what have we been listening to over the last month i mean a lot of stuff being reviewed as we mentioned earlier on the website and on the youtube channel um so head over there there are fucking tons of reviews we've been doing um and that's just from the three of us there's loads of stuff getting uh, added to the website written reviews as well but We've already done Gojira and Cannibal Corpse, uh, Capra, fucking uh, The Limit, um, mm-hmm. Washed Out, Throne, Lion's Daughter, um, what did I put up today? Throat, um, loads. There's fucking loads. Just go and yeah. check them. <laughs> it's easier, just going to check them. There's um, a, a lot of stuff up there. <laughs> Crowley, actually. I've been listening to that Crowley album a lot as well. That's a really good one. Check that one out. 
Um, but aside from all that stuff that we've reviewed, we've managed to listen to a couple albums out with that. Um, I'm going to start with one that I was really looking forward to hearing. Um, I think I'd maybe listened to one single, possibly two, but I think maybe just one single. Um, it was one of the ones in April that was like, yes, I really want to hear this. Um, we did get, I think we got a stream in of it, but we didn't actually review it. Um, it's a band I've loved for a long time. Uh, we interviewed them uh, many years ago, back in Glasgow. Yep. Um, really nice guys. Um, Devil Soul did Soul. Yeah, um, and the new album Loss. Um, I really struggled with this. Really? Yeah. I really yeah. liked it. I don't, I don't think it's. Their, I don't think it's their best. I think their choice for longer form songs on this one felt mm-hmm. a bit weird. I can't remember. Like I might be like I may have head trauma or something. I can't <laughs> remember them regularly doing tracks that were about eight minutes in length on previous albums. Well, and they're, they're like everything on this album felt like it was five plus, like at yeah. a minimum yeah. five plus, and like but weirdly, I, I actually I found myself really kind of digging the space. Like the, the the created like that that was the one thing that came away from me. Lost felt like it had a lot of space in the songs, mm-hmm. which right. is not something I I equate generally to Devil Soul. So I tend to find their songs quite packed. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought it was. I thought it was uh, thought it lived mm. up to what I was wanting from the singles, anyways. So I don't know. What was your problem um, with it? I don't mean that to come out done. as harsh. <laughs> What's your fucking <laughs> what is your problem with it? Fucking problem, David. Um, <laughs> so fucking well, wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> they haven't done anything in a long time. Like I think the last thing they put out was like twenty fourteen or something like that. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I was really interested to hear like how they evolved over the last so many years. Um, also, this album also saw the the return of the original vocalist uh, Ed Gibbs, yep. um, who was he was the vocalist on most of the releases. To be fair, um, he left the band twenty thirteen, I think, and then replaced with Paul Green, um, who we uh, interviewed in Glasgow. Um, this album has both vocalists on it, um, which I thought in theory was like this is a really cool idea, like bringing the two of them together, you know, different tones and stuff. Um, they do have very different styles, but when I hear them both on the album. It kind of just reminds me how much more I prefer Paul Green's voice. Oh, um, really? Yeah, um, I, I really. The last thing they did that they released in twenty fourteen, "Belong and Betray," I think it was called. Yeah, it's a banger. Um, I had, fucking loved that. Yeah, it's um, a banger. Um, I love his voice. Um, he's a really good way of putting across emotion. He's very believable as a vocalist. Um, I don't get that so much from Ed Gibbs. Um, I just didn't gel with his tone as much. Mm. Uh, it kept kind of taking me out of the album all the time when I was listening to it. Um, I, I wanted to be into it so much more. I really did. And I tr- I've really tried. I went back to it on numerous occasions. Um, but it just there's just something not connecting with me mm-hmm. for, on this one for some reason. Uh, even the production was just... I thought it was all right. Yeah. Like I've heard, I think I've heard better productions from them in the past. Um, I think they've, they've usually got a really kind of crushing sound um, with uh, a lot of kind of really cool dynamics and stuff. But I don't know. I just felt a wee bit underwhelmed by it. I'm not sure why. Just, it just didn't. I don't know. And I was, I was like really looking forward to it because I've loved all the stuff they've done in the past. Um, but yeah, it just didn't work for me for some reason. Disappointed. Um, what can you do? Um, <laughs> I'll tell you though, a band that I have never listened to before. Um, heard the name a ton of times. Never actually checked them out. Um, and I was always. I always assumed they were fronted by a female. 
Um, the band are Greta Van Fleet. Oh, yeah. What? Um, you thought they were fronted by a female? Yep. Have you seen With a name like that, it's a bit... Inc- well, I hadn't inc- seen any pictures of them. All right, um, well, they've been heralded as the next Led Zeppelin for, like, the last decade or something. All right. So, um, I, big well, band, I heard, huge I heard, band, like, fucking yeah, massive. Never listened to them. I, and I assume just with the name of the band as well, that it was a female, ah, right. female front, front person. He has um, feminine features, mind you, but definitely I did. He's a, he's a very feminine voice. Uh, yes. The first couple of tracks, he's, I mean, his range <laughs> is ridiculous. Yes. Like, he's hitting notes that are just fucking fucking dogs are only be able to hear you know what i mean it's like um but in saying that um really good album i really enjoyed you it you should go um, back and check their back catalog man they're 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 legit a good band they're yeah. like they're like uh, compared like when see remember when airborne came out everyone remembers when airborne came out and everyone's oh, yeah. like oh this is just acdc and to be fair <laughs> it was just acdc um like <laughs> when when greta and the lot came out the the comparison was to Led Zeppelin. It was basically a like, kind of modern Led Zeppelin. Um, yeah, yeah. I and I remember, I remember listening to them at the start, going like that. No, there's more going on here. Not saying they're better than Led Zeppelin because I don't want to upset anyone, but there was just more. Like they were very accomplished at what they did. But to me, mm. Led Zeppelin are always a band of really great musicians, but not necessarily always great songs. Like I, I don't, yeah. I don't walk about the house humming the tunes to like Led Zeppelin yeah, yeah. songs. But a Greta Van Fleet album, I do, like, afterwards. So um, yeah. the, the new album is excellent. But then their back catalogue is excellent. Yeah. It's not something I listen to often, but out. they're really good. Yeah. No, I haven't heard any of their old stuff, but I was really impressed with this. The first, like, three, four songs are absolute bangers. Mm-hmm. Like, just really, like, you could just play them on repeat really good. Massive hooks. Um, and I think... Uh, I would definitely go back and check out some of their older stuff. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Like, if you, like the, if really... you like the new album, you'll like their old albums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it does have a very kind of retro kind of feel to it. Uh, very 70s in places, but like they're, they're really good songwriters. Really good songwriters. They dress like they're from the 70s fucking... as well. It's like the whole the whole package, yeah. right? Like you've got the whole package. So yeah. they are to um... kind of 70s rock what the darkness was to cock rock from the 80s. Yeah. Um, there's a there's except a live version. way better and far <laughs> less annoying. I love there's the darkness. A... I do as well, actually. I, that that first album was an absolute. I banger. believe in a thing called it is. Yeah, I did too when I was what was I sixteen oh, at the time? I can I start with a thing that makes me and Dave old as fuck. Fuck off. <laughs> you guys are a little bit older than me, and don't you forget it. Um, the first, uh, I think it's the first track on the album. Um, <clears throat> what's it called now heat, heat above i think it's called on the new Greta van fleet um there's a version of it on youtube a live version mm. and he absolutely nails it like his vocals are phenomenal on the album but mm. live i was like this guy can really fucking pull this off amazing voice um yeah so check that one out if you like a bit of rock 70s rock big hooks then yeah check that one out i enjoyed he, that. he recently um <laughs> recently uh, took shots at uh, gene simmons which was kind of amazing you know like gene simmons <laughs> every other year says that rock's dead Mm. Yeah, they are still they're download they are fucking headlining download. You know what I mean? Like, so this fucking nonsense. And um, I think uh, I th- I'm trying to remember the exact quote, but he he, he said something very witty, like um, like like the like rocks dead for the dinosaur bands or something like that. Aimed it directly at, at Gene Simmons. <laughs> like there's pl- plenty of people around that want to hear the new stuff. It's just the the old stuff hasn't kind of 
left yet. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> um, which I was like, ah, well done. <laughs> Maybe if you walk in corpses would leave the stage, yeah, there'd we be could, space uh, for all rise which, up in your place. Yeah, there's mm. my download argument all over again. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Get off the stage, you old fucks. Yeah, and she just start playing the Oscar music, you know, when they play that when their speeches have overrun. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just start playing that mid set. Yeah. Nice. What were you guys? You've been checking out anything interesting? Um, yeah, I'll jump in. Um, yeah. th- to be honest, a bit, it's been bitty for me, but I really want to mention this because they are Scottish and I've been a fan since Dave introduced me to them way back in the old uh, the rock and roll days uh, Vakovi have a new single out and it is yeah. fucking brilliant like mm. they're a band that just that first album that we I don't think we ever actually reviewed I think we played um, it was a Boy George was the single I think we played it on one of the old podcasts way back in right. the day and I remember going this sounds fucking great like, I really yeah. want to check them out they had a kind of it was weird to describe, but it was kind of like what would happen if you took, like, uh, CKY and, like, merged them with churches. That's yeah, kind yeah. of what they sounded like, and I, mm. I, I was all about that. And then they released their second album, I think there was personnel changes, I think some of the band left, and just the mm. guitarist and the singer continued on. Once again, I might be talking at my fucking hole on that. Um, <laughs> but... I didn't really rate their second album as high. I thought it was okay. It still, it still was all right, but it kind of yeah. lost a bit of its charm. And they released a single at the end of last year called "Slow," which is a fucking banger, right? Mm. And they've just released "Kill It," which is their new single. I'm assuming from their forthcoming album, maybe. Right. Um, and put it out as a double. It's fucking excellent. I like. I think they are like one of Scotland's best kept secrets. I mean, that is commercial catchy music that is deliberately designed and, and could be played to a alternative rock audience because it has yeah. the guitars, it has the pounding drums, the production's great, but it's pop music that's over the top of it. It's electronic and pop music that sits over the top. They're from Airdrie, I think, like of all places, <laughs> um, just up the road. But yeah, massive fan. I I will get to see them someday. I I really, really, really want to go and see them. But yeah, I I, I thought that, that like I say, they're just about. I would love to see them like if Churchy's tour again. I would love to see them put Vakovi on under them because that would be a really interesting yeah. double bill. Yeah. And also both like Churchy's are obviously fucking huge now. Mm. Um, but it'd be great, it'd be great to see some attention go Vakovi's way. Uh, so that's Vakovi. Um, so the, that singles a lot of singles to be honest with you the other one which I shared with you guys was a new single from We Are Pigs uh, called Moot uh, yeah. featuring vocalist Morgan Lander from Kitty um, yeah. who is Jesus Christ fucking set of pipes <laughs> on that bitch um, yeah. like she, like, she has that <laughs> screamy tone there's like a screamy tone like I think it was Dave said in the chat when I passed it around, like I think David said, if she wants to like front a black metal band, she easily could, and I'm mm. I would double down with that. Like for a while there, I think she wanted to be kind of more death metal, but her voices just went beyond that now. It's it's <laughs> yeah. so fucking visceral. It's like it's like it's listenable nails on a chalkboard, if that makes sense. But the song's really cool. I like it. It's yeah. it's kind yeah. of it, it's very samey. It's basically mm-hmm. verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Um, <laughs> so, like, there's no really uh, deviation. But the choruses each time she um, 
Morgan Lander that is changes she adds like a couple of bits into her range I think this is the best she's ever sounded and yeah, then that yeah. got me down the rabbit hole of sending videos of her jam apparently she's in three bands at the moment Kitty's on hiatus she's in three bands and she's got a horror podcast that I've been listening to for a year and a half and I did not realise that she's on it which goes to show how much I pay attention when people introduce themselves at the start of podcasts um, <laughs> so I like I thought that was really good um, we're checking out the, the band are We Are Pigs they only have singles out at the moment the new one is Moot mm. M-O-O-T um, She don't know if you've listened to She yet S-H-I She no. Um, Japanese industrial mu- music, but it's like blackened industrial music. It is basically if Pinhead from Hellraiser wanted to start a rave, um, she would be the bandied book. Um, <laughs> it started off really, really, really promising. It kind of has almost like elements of Author and Punisher in it. Um, really, really harsh, really, really disjointed. Um, and then I found myself trailing off at the end. Like I, I do with Author and Punisher as well. There's a there's a tipping point for me where the actual sheer velocity um of what you're getting through the instrumentation becomes almost overbearing. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's uh, the album is called I think it's Four Death. Uh, but there is a, right. a kanji symbol in the band or she S H I. So yeah, first half really good, second half a bit repetitive. Um, mm. So I'll throw that one out. What else? Because I do have a list of things I have been listening to because I have tried my hardest to listen to things. And li- Oh, this is a good one. Uh, has right. anyone listened to Domcraft yet? Yes. What did you think? Um, I liked it. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Big, nasty, dirty, raw sounding, doomy goodness. Yep. I was like, yep, Dom in the name. Dom, you should have an extra O for Doom. Because um, I kind of thought Domcraft sounded like Doomcraft if it was Craftwork that were doing it. Yeah. Just imagine Craftwork doing uh, a, like a Doom band and that's what they would sound like. Um, yeah. yeah, I really Kearney, like it. Um, Kearney reviewed it on the what, site. What did, oh, don't say that. What did he give it? Uh, 3.5, I think. If memory serves. I'd maybe stretch to a 4. Maybe. <laughs> Just a wee bit. Uh, just because I don't like Paul. Um, so <laughs> he knows I'd like him. Uh, so I checked out that. And off the back of a review that came in, purely because this band are being pumped hard as the next new metal band. Well, I can't even pronounce the name. Tetrachet. Oh, the new metal thing. Yeah, with the, ba- the with the most new, new metal album name of all time. Yeah, Unstable. I'm not quite sure how you, how you, how you pronounce it either. <laughs> I've not fucking clue. They're American, I know that much. I think they're yeah. from Florida. Um, yeah, it's, it's a new metal album. Yes. yes I mean, but it's like authentically a new metal album in that they, they, clearly, they clearly wanted to sound like bands from 2001 and 2002, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what they sound like. Um, yeah. not, not unpleasant to listen to. No, they're but good at it. Uh, you know, I was just, I don't know, I expect when bands say they're doing a new metal album, now I expect, like, Alpha Wolf is what I expect, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're you're bringing something new to the table to go along with those elements, and they mm. just clearly stuck to the formula, and yeah, it's it's very good for what it is. Um, yeah. So yeah, I checked that out too, I really loved it, well, liked it, Yeah, but what I mean, got but me is I saw, the, I saw that album, I was like, oh, that looks a bit... LD50. Like I say, it has, it's, it's kind of like a, it's like a cross between the band Switched and El Nino a little bit. Like they took the El Nino choruses and put them in the band Switched. 
And like I say, it's, it's good for it's, if you if you have an itch that you know you can't scratch unless you have a like a, a bit of new new metal in your in your eardrums. Then the band that we can't pronounce it's T E T R E R C H, Tetrach. Yeah, sounds like a so made up word. Remember when bands used to be called Limp Biscuit with a Z? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> There's like, no Z in this name, so they're not badass. Sorry. <laughs> no letters, That's how it works in new metal. No, no letters backwards either. Unless, no, the t- Come on. unless the T's backwards, you can never tell. <laughs> you, that'd be great, wouldn't it? For a new metal band, it can't be. You haven't got all the, the T's backwards. The T's backwards. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, like I say, it's worth checking out if, you know, if you've got a, a bit of an interest in that way. The only other one that I listened to was The Undertakings. Oh yeah, I listened to this. With an exclamation mark. And that is a harsh listen, Dave. Harsh listen? Yeah. Felt like oh. it went on forever. Oh, right. Interesting. Dave liked it. I can tell I in did. your eyes. I just felt I was, like well, it. <laughs> we, we reacted to one of their tracks yes. uh, about a month or so ago. Yes. Um, but the album just kind of came out of the blue. Like, I had totally forgotten they were even releasing an album. And then Friday came around and I was like, oh, fuck, this album's out. Right, all oh, right, we better check that out. No, it's um, not a long album, but it felt like, I don't know. I, 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 I can't even remember. What was, what was the song that we, was it? No Friends? No Friends, yeah. Yeah. Because I'd forgotten that we'd done that because when that song came on, like in the back of my head, I was like, that this rings a fucking bell. <laughs> like, I've heard this before from a band that I don't know anything about. I don't know. I'd like, I'd, I, it just didn't, it didn't click with me in the way that I mm. kind of, like, off the right. back of listening to it. Like, because I think that's the logical single on the album as well. It's the one that's, mm. you know, the one that feels most singly. Um, but yeah, I think, overall, I was just a bit lukewarm on it. I think, like, it's nothing you haven't heard before, but. Mm. Um, I'd only only listened to that single and I was expecting a kind of every time I die type album yeah. and it is for the most part but there was a couple of little kind of surprises in there there are some kind of more like he is legend type moments in yeah. there as well where they, they do go a wee bit more melodic a wee bit more catchy and, and every time I die I've done that as well but um, yeah I think if you like that, that type of sound then I'd definitely check it out I thought it was pretty good um, the <laughs> Oh, who, laughing who knew? This is not a good idea. Who knew the offspring were still a thing? <laughs> Fucking hell! Wait, like, so, like I saw, like they've been in the news a lot recently, and like my cynical, my, my my cynicism level goes through the roof when a band that I've not heard of in like twenty years start getting mentioned by a lot of publications. Mm. I'm starting to think maybe there's an album in the wings, and then Dave's like that. It was last week, I think you said off air. Has anyone listened to that Offspring album yet? <laughs> and I was like, because I literally didn't know, like, did not even know it dropped. Have heard mm. fuck all about it, except you're the only person on the planet I know that has listened to it. You may be the only person <laughs> on the planet that has listened to it, Dave. Mm. Um, and you got all the way through it. Um, oh, that, that's I a would, nope. I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> say you wanted to but you just couldn't could you <laughs> officially no i didn't um first first album in nine years um nine so years. like jesus christ curiosity got the better of me um and i did decide to check it out um the album is called let the bad times roll <laughs> <laughs> How apt. very apt kyle very apt um i i i used to like the offspring like whatever we're talking about here early 90s yeah offspring yeah so i was about to say um, is, is this are you one of the guys that liked them up until pretty fly for a white guy and then you were like pretty much yes. yeah they've sold it at this point yeah when this when this like stopped being a punk band and just started writing fucking weak as piss radio friendly shit 
that's when I kind of gave up. Yeah, the green day um, effect is what we call that. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, props to them for fucking selling all their album rights and songwriting credits for $35 million. That was a smart move. Um, the album, however, is fucking awful. <laughs> it is absolute garbage. Just more beige, watered-down punk rock, if you can even call it that. Um, yeah, they must I, I be did. getting on as well. There must be a level where you can't write that poppy pop punk stuff. Yeah, like Blink One Eight Two are borderline cringe with it right now. <laughs> yeah, when they're singing about their girlfriend, like you're all yeah. fucking married and have been for years. Yeah. You have kids. You sound like a pedo. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what else? What else? Um, something that's not watered down shit. Oh is uh, the new Pig Destroyer live album. I have ah. not listened to it yet. Uh, Pornographers of Sound live <laughs> in NYC. Um, this this album just wants me, just makes me want to see this band live so badly. Um, they, they were once a three-piece, believe it or not. But, yes, um, way but, back, in, back the in the day. Uh, but now they've got like a, a full band, bass and everything. Um and it sounds fucking killer. Like, it is savage. It's fast. It's fucking groovy. It's relentless. Um, I wouldn't expect anything less from these guys. Um, I'm I'm not even a fan of live albums, but this just rips from start to finish. It is 23 songs and 46 minutes long. <laughs> and there is <laughs> not a single bit of filler on it. It's just fucking awesome. They don't have time Absolutely. to play filler. They don't, have time. <laughs> they, don't even, they don't even have time to fuck around with the tuning. Well, that we need to be off stage in 45 minutes. We've got 23 songs to play. Uh, um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I love Pig Destroyer. Always have. Um, but yeah, really dug that one. Um, anything else? What did the check out? Anything else? No, no. Oh, well, we didn't, we didn't mention it earlier on, but one of the other oh. reviews that we... So a couple of things that I would point people to in terms of they scored pretty high with us um, mm. and we want to link them over. Jess and the Ancient Ones. I don't know when that's out though. Um, it is out. Uh, the review is still to drop, but the album comes out on the twenty first of May, I think. Right. So, like, like what? Two weeks after this, keep your eyes peeled for that because yeah. all three of us were high on life from that. Um, Ghost Iris. Ghost Iris comes out on Friday, seventh of May. Right. So the day this drops, um, Ghost Iris will have released their album, which I think yep. all three of us once again agreed fucking banger um, yep. so check that one out so they've been still on repeat plays for me um, yeah. I think they're really good I listened to has anyone listened to the Tramp Stamps yet? no right so tra- <laughs> like Tramp Stamps are an all girl band who apparently have become famous via TikTok alright I can right. see I can see this kid and the internet and by the internet I mean a lot of a lot of neck bearded old fucking pedo men uh, have been complaining about this band as everything is wrong with the the fucking alternative music community and all the rest. But this band basically have written some catchy songs, played them on TikTok, and it's landed them a record contract. Um, I fucking love them already. And I'll tell you right now, I think they're really good for what they do. Their song is they've got a song called "I'd Rather Die," and it is catchy as fuck. Like really, really, really catchy. It's bubblegum, and it's it's you know it's. It, it's a total fucking earworm and you'll be singing the chorus for about 10 days after but I am like I'm not of the school that you know like bands can't like to me 
this is just like TikTok, and I don't want to spin this into a social media conversation, but TikTok is just the new YouTube and like people were signed off YouTube. Like bands mm. like Periphery wouldn't exist if it was not for YouTube, right? Yeah. It's linked musicians all over the world and created bands all over the world um, and networked musicians and all the rest. And TikTok's just a new form of that. It's got a massive audience base. Um, and th- these girls here have cleverly positioned themselves to to land i don't know how big the record contract is but their song is pretty damn catchy and yeah we're probably going to get a lot of shit for this but i don't give a fuck <laughs> i don't if it's if it's ca- i've said this before it's harder to write a catchy song that stays in your head 10 days after listening to it than it is to write right you know what i mean okay you just made a metal song we've all heard. <laughs> Trust me, I've heard it before. And I will again. So it's hard to write something that goes on that way. Do I think do I think I will ever check that a whole album out? Probably not, but the song everyone was moaning about, I listened to and I liked it. So ever the contrarian, um, I can say, yeah, I like Tramp Stamps. Awful name though. <laughs> Awful name for a band. Really I is. wish you'd change that. Uh but there's something that kinda it's all female. Oh, fucking, it's two steps away from. Was it L seven? Uh, oh yeah. Remember when she, she fucking teased my bloody tampon and flung it in the crowd? Class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, pussy riot's already taken, so like you can't really go anywhere from that. Yeah. Mm. I, there's part of me that <laughs> likes a great it. name. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's it's the kind of female version of something like anal nathrak, to be fair, or it's anal. Sorry, anal nathrak. I call them. Yeah, anal-nathrak. there's two ends or something, isn't there? Yeah, so it's definitely like not cattle the decapitation or whatever. If guys can go down that kind of gross road with imagery, women can do whatever the fuck they want. So. Oh, damn right. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this already, but um, I am just loving the amount of deathcore coming out right now. <laughs> Um, just you may I have think. said a thing or two about that. <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> like, I'm surprised you haven't pegged this year as the year of deathcore yet. Moving on coming. from the year of death metal, so it's coming. Is it coming? All right. I think it is. I think it is the year of deathcore. Um, it's it's weird though because like death, the deathcore scene that I was totally, I'd given up on it. I was not interested in it at all. Like over the last two or three years, no, nah, couldn't give a fuck. No, nah, not at all. Um. It was all very similar style bands that were putting out albums. Um, I just got kind of really bored of it. You know, everyone was like um, trying to sound like Die Outers Murder. Every album that came out is trying to sound like Die Outers Murder. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, but 2021, however, is the year where bands are just fucking killing it in this genre. We've had release after release after release of some of the most punishing deathcore bands I've heard in a long time. Um, and you know, they're all trying something slightly different, you know what I mean? Putting a, a little spin on it, mm-hmm. whether it's more technical or you know, more ominous shit or fucking whatever. Um, they're all trying to do something different, which I like. You know, There's a lot of it, but I like it. Um, I checked out another one uh, just the other day, a band called Crown Magnetar. Um, and they're another one you can add to that list. Uh, they kind of lean more into the kind of technical side of things. So not your kind of like standard kind of paint by number stuff uh, there's a lot of kind of moving parts um so it, it really held my attention because there was a lot going on mm-hmm. um the riffs are unreal just devastatingly heavy um as you'd expect but with the addition of these kind of like techier elements that adds this other kind of dimension to it um just kind of makes it even more impressive but if you if you dig stuff like i mean we've reviewed bits and pieces over the past wee while um 
if you dig stuff like um Osaya or um uh even a wee bit of uh what you call them Oceano in there, mm-hmm. uh, Hollow Prophet, um Obscure of Acacia, that type of thing. Um then I'd, I'd give these guys a go. They've just put out a new album last week, it's called The Codex of Flesh. Um but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. How long um, um, loving it. How long is it? I don't know actually. Um because for me there's a fine line between death core and death snore um, oh I see what you did there. you see what I did there like there's a there's a diminishing returns when it gets past a certain length uh, 32 minutes that's the perfect f- you have me <laughs> in ladies and gents 32 band whose Imagine name I can't remember until the edit later on when I'll download it and listen to it you have a listener right now yeah I dug it I dug it uh, not on Unique Leader, strangely enough, but um, <laughs> probably yeah. soon to be. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure Unique Leader are kicking themselves that they don't have another Deathcore band into their genre. <laughs> yep. I mean, yep. what what are they going to do in the second half of October? Um, yeah, <laughs> for sake. Oh man. Oh, that's been about me though. Uh, anything else from you guys, Kyle? I've, like you've been very quiet because me and Dave will talk okay, this Kyle. fucking part. I've been enjoying it, no. Uh, I'm only part of this podcast, so I can listen to you two. Um, (laughs) The one thing we did not mention, and I feel we should have mentioned, is one thing we've all collectively been listening together again is Stained. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Did you see they're doing a fucking tour? Yes. I got an email, they're coming to Oslo, and I'm like, that is the day I am going to shoot myself in front of the Stained thing just to spite them. Fucking no! I I am going to pay them an obscene amount of money to, to be shut a, the to, fuck no, up. to be a singing telegram for you, <laughs> and well, they're going to keep chapping the door, and you're eventually going to have to look out. They're going to be like, "I'm on the outside, I'm looking in, Kyle." <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd enjoy that actually. It would be the perfect opportunity for me to go out there and punch the motherfucker in the face. <laughs> Yell at him, stop making music, you shit. Fuck off. Jesus. It's been such a good week after <sighs> suffering through that awful amount of music. It's been great. I don't have to listen to that band ever again. The rest of my life is a breeze. <laughs> Like see, see when I like see when I get him and I know he's getting yeah. angry. I am that gif of <laughs> Nicolas Cage and Connie where he's hair blown in the wind, smiling. Yeah. I just I'm so happy every time it happens. I'm just like, oh yes, oh yes. So yeah, we listened to a lot of Stained, which is why yeah. there's not a lot more albums to be discussed in here because we all gave up our life for a week mm-hmm. to do that for you guys. I needed to take a break from music after that. I had to, I had to. <laughs> I didn't listen to anything the day after it. Uh, yeah, did you not? No, no, no music no. the day after that. I, I had a, I had a day of listening to very, very morbid fucking pathology podcasts <laughs> like, <laughs> like, to clear the air. <laughs> yeah. So, I just couldn't wait to listen to something else that wasn't stained. Oh, I just, I just a needed a day. break. I sat in silence for like a day and a half, just nothing. I just like needed a palate clean cleanser, you know? You yeah. know, if you're in a restaurant and get the little glass of water, that's what I needed, but a very long, deep one. And it was, it was great. Now I, feel, now I feel better knowing that my hatred of stained is absolutely justified. A little bit of audio <laughs> sorbet to clear things out for you. There you go. Audio <laughs> nice. sorbet. Okay. Uh, right, Steve, what the fuck are we doing? Right, uh, I got another single for you, and then we're going to be back with an album review. Uh, our next single on the podcast comes from Thrash and Speed Metal Icons, Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they are about to release album number 14. 
Jesus and I've just <laughs> dropped <laughs> uh, a brand new single. Uh, it's called Blood in the Water, which is the title track from their upcoming album, slated for release on June 4th via AFM Records. Uh, the band states Blood in the Water is one of their heaviest albums to date. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Prepare yourself. Uh, I've got a new track for you. It's called Blood in the Water. We'll be back right after this.
some new flotsam and jetsam for you there, taken from their upcoming 14th studio album out on the June the 4th via AFM Records. Um, the album can be pre-ordered at AFM's website, uh, along with collectible vinyl editions of the album. And if you want to check out the band, you can find them at facebook.com forward slash flotsamandjetsam.official. Okay, gents, it is album review time once again. And for this review, Duncan, Kyle and I have been checking out the new album from Finnish metalcore sextet, One Morning Left. The band's new album, Hyperactive, is out on May 21st on Rising Empire. So, uh, this is uh, the fourth album from this Finnish six-piece, who have been active since around 2008. Uh, not without their lineup changes, though, this uh, new album sees uh, new members, uh, Tuka on guitar, uh, Miska on bass, and keyboard player Tuko from the band's original Panda Heart Penguin lineup in 2008. Uh, this album is 10 tracks long, 36 minutes in length, and follows up the band's 2016 release, Metalcore Superstars. Duncan is laughing his head off. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure why. What have I said? Something about a penguin. Panda Heart oh. Penguin. Yes. Sorry, that sounds like a graphic zoo accident. It does. It sounds like it sounds like, <laughs> sounds like sounds like the not the thing that you want to hear from your vet when you've brought your dog in for heart surgery. <laughs> so what was operating? A panda heart penguin. Yes, uh, your yeah. dog's fine now, but uh, it can't fly, um, <laughs> and it only shags once every ten years. Sorry. Uh, what a bizarre name for a fucking. Yeah. Sorry, that, that just that hit me just right. Exactly. Right, okay. You know, like, like, when they say that people have a stroke, like the like the words, like the words that come out their mouth are just not related in a sentence. When you try and do like a sentence, and they'll just say yeah. it's gibberish. That's yeah. what I genuinely thought had happened to you. So, <laughs> which and I, I, you'll be glad to know that my initial reaction was to giggle like a schoolgirl with my hands <laughs> over my mouth. So it'll be fine. You'll <laughs> walk it off. You'll walk it off. <laughs> Um, so, um, I heard um, one of the singles from this album, uh, Sinners Are Winners, I think it was called, and I instantly sent it to you guys on the old, uh, the old group chat, um, and I think I said something like, if Eskimo Cowboy did 80s sleaze rock infused metalcore, it would sound something like this. Um, yes, and this is now coming back to me, and this also now rings a bell why that song sounded familiar again. I'm forgetting oh, right. okay. whole swaths. To me it's what send, uh, they sounded like what would happen if Children of Bottom did the soundtrack for Rocky 4. <laughs> so literally, literally what it sounded like. Or or the like or, or if Eskimo Cowboy um, did the soundtrack for the Streets of Rage arcade game. Like, yes, what, like, what yeah. is it? Because like, yeah. it's, it's all in there. It's all fucking yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, and that the track also came with a, a nice little side of Cowbell, which, you know, is a, an instant win for me, to be honest. Um, and from that track alone, I thought, this might be quite a fun release to review. You know what I mean? It, it didn't sound on that track anyway that they were taking their, themselves too seriously, uh, kind of in like an Eskimo Cowboy type way. Um, and plus that element of the kind of 80s rock mixed with the synths uh, had me kind of quite keen to check out the rest of the album. Um, I'd never heard of them before, um, so I was quite surprised to hear that like they've been on the go since like what 2008 something like that. 
Um, I went back to check out their previous album. It's called uh, Metalcore Superstars from 2016. Um, just to get an idea of like how they sounded back then, if they, how they had progressed um, uh, up until this album. Um, I was surprised to hear though there are no 80s rock influences on that album at all. Um, it still has like the, the metalcore element which is the, the kind of main style with some electronics and synths, but the, the kind of 80s rock thing is, seems like a, like a brand new addition to their sound, um, which is kind of cool because it shows that these guys aren't kind of complacent just to put out the same thing time and time again. They're willing to try something different to see if it works. Uh, and in my opinion, I think this does work. They're like The mashup of styles really kind of complement each other. Um, I'm quite surprised I haven't heard other stuff like this. I'm sure there are bands out there doing the kind of metalcore thing with, with a more kind of rock edge, but um, I can't say I've really heard much of it. Um, but you you can pretty much hear like from the first track um, that this, the, the kind of songwriting has come on leaps and bounds since like 2016. Um, these songs sound like far more polished. They're, they're more kind of to the point. Um, and the majority, the majority of the tracks do have a really cool like hook to them. Um, I think they call them bangers these days. Um, I think <laughs> It still has like that kind of Eskimo cowboy meets. Uh, I was getting a bit of a um, we butter with the bread with butter type feel to it. Oh god, yeah! Um, wow, fuck's sake, blasting <laughs> fast. Yeah, um, that kind of like whole kind of electronic metalcore type thing. Um, they still load the tracks with like big riffs and big breakdowns, but um, the way they've kind of integrated that with these like I don't even know how to, how to describe it like a. Europe meets Van Halen or Motley it's Eurovision. Crew, like. This is this is the beginning of a Eurovision metal scene, right? <laughs> it really is. I, I'm thinking Amaranthi was that last year? Yeah. Amaranthi, exactly the fucking same. Where songs they're heavy, they're really well written, but they are laced with European pop. Mm. Like there's European pop ripping out of this, yeah. like from the get go, like from the very first song. I mean, and it's in the choruses. The chorus. This is another yeah. album where wall to wall every single chorus is fucking memorable like every yeah. single one of them is absolutely memorable and as I said earlier on in the recording anyone can write a not anyone can write a heavy riff most people that can learn guitar can write a heavy riff I can't write a heavy riff I can mouth a heavy riff but I can't write a heavy riff <laughs> to write like a catchy like a catchy hook which mm. then the rest of the band can compose around and stay with you after the listening is difficult to then replicate that front to back on an album yeah, is yeah. just not easy it's, it really really isn't and they've nailed it on this yeah yeah absolutely have yeah um, but even like even when they they kind of lean more on the metal side of things like there's the tracks like uh, Drown God or Live Laugh Love or um, Worry Less Dance More um, the, the guitar work isn't like paint by numbers mm -hmm. metalcore either like those tracks in particular had some really like technical progressive elements uh, both in the kind of riffs and the lead work which showed that these guys can actually turn up the complexity when they want you know I mean, their skill their skills aren't limited at all um there were moments of like i was getting like a kind of hint of like protest the hero in there at times yep. especially in the lead work um which makes me think like you could do like a, an album of techie progressive metalcore and pull it off easily but instead they've decided to do something way more commercial and they've, as you say, they've absolutely nailed it. Mm -hmm. um, I think the other thing these guys have going for them is the, the dual vocals. Yes. Um, I think the mix of those two different tones between, I think it's Mika and uh, Levy, I think, the guitarist, uh, brilliant. I actually really like that. 
I think without that back and forth between them, those um, the kind of opposite textures, this would have this would be a very different sounding album without that. It um, wouldn't have, have been nearly as catchy or anthemic. So um, I give props then for delivering some really good vocal chops on both sides. Um, I think for me, the only kind of small criticism that I had was kind of towards the end of the album. Um, there was a couple of tracks that just it didn't quite land as impactfully, I suppose, mm -hmm. um, for me as, as the tracks at the, the start of the album. They weren't bad tracks at all, by any means. Um, just maybe didn't like sink their hooks in as deep. Um, but that aside, I, I found this it was a really fun, really catchy album. Um, it's not not a demanding album at all. Like you can stick this on and just enjoy it. it like after the week we've had, where we've listened to Stained nonstop. <laughs> Um, this was something I really enjoyed. I really needed it. Um, you know, like you don't have to give this your undivided attention. You know what I mean? And, and I mean that in a good way. Like sometimes that's what you want. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. A real fun album. Uh, really catchy. You know, like, as you say, memorable choruses and hooks. Um, and I could hear like a huge improvement. Like from if you listen to that last album from 2016, they've clearly been working hard on their songwriting. And I love the new elements of incorporating their sound. Um, I think it's going to attract a ton more fans and I can imagine this material will go down an absolute storm live um, I think they're really good um, what about you guys what else did you think of this Kyle what did you think of this oh man this is like if within temptation hate fucked Hadouken and their baby was raised by Dragon Force that's what I thought about it <laughs> yes there's a bit of Dragon Force in there actually yep <laughs> it's just like <laughs> It's got all the metal and all oh, the pop. Man, hate yeah. fuck and it's got some might be the name of something we have to do in the future. <laughs> yeah, oh I agree. man, that is so good. <laughs> it's got all of that. Within yeah. temptation sort of evanescence operatic well not operatic, but those high lady vocals and everything. I, was, well, I quite like that. I quite like how they I mean, not all of it was for me. Like you said, I think it dragged on a little bit in the middle and by the end I was like, oh, okay, I've had enough, but in the beginning, I was pretty much hooked. It was like yeah. great hooks and great lead lines and really good songwriting. Production wasn't for me, but that's that's a different thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna start calling it pixel perfect production. Ooh, oh. <laughs> Instead of running off on a rant about fucking drum something. <laughs> you're not gonna do that. Though. You said you weren't gonna do no, that. So you're not gonna do that. No, I'm not gonna do that now. But no. So, I mean, that aside, it's like, it was it was quite unique. I haven't really heard much like it. I've heard a lot yeah. of stuff where they mix metal and synths and, you know, different types of vocals, but nothing quite like this. They've got a unique sound, but I think, it, yeah. I mean, props to them for that, especially since they've been going for two, since 2008. And as yeah. you say, they sound different since their previous few albums and stuff. But I mean, with a lineup change as drastic as this, they probably will sound a lot different. Mm. But I mean, all of the stuff was really, the, the riffs were good and the leads were good and the vocal lines were great and the keyboard synth work was really good too. So I can't really fault it, except it just went on a bit too long for me. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I just got, got kind of over it by, you know, six, because I think it was track one to five sort of sounded a bit too similar for me. And I was mm -hmm. just like, I mean, they're all good and well written, but it was just like, there wasn't too much variation, but then track six came on and I honestly wasn't looking forward to that one because the name of it was it Live, Laugh, Love. Yep. And I thought it was going to be some fucking sappy ballad or something, but no, it was yeah. the heaviest track on the album. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so that propped them right back up for me. But yeah, after that, I was like, yeah, it's all a bit samey again. So I mean, it's good stuff. It's just a lot of the same good stuff. So yeah, yeah. but I mean, yeah, it's totally an album you can like put on in the background and enjoy. It's like, it's like what you'd hear in one of those alternative stores in the mall, you know? And you wouldn't hate it, and but and you might even ask what it is. Uh, yeah. The person, oh, what's this playing? It's uh, 
It's a band from Finland. Who the fuck's that? Yeah. <laughs> so that was, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's good time music. You can imagine yeah. that on, a, on a night out and stuff, been, people have been writing to that. I would absolutely play this at a party. And if they came live, I would go see them live because imagine this stuff live would be a yeah. fucking hype, hype fest. That'd be yeah. amazing. <laughs> hyper, hyper, yeah. Yeah. Except better because that song got old quick. No one never. <laughs> I'm still listening to it. Yeah, but that's just you, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me an anthem, I will treat it like an anthem. Yeah. Discard it like a sneezed on tissue <laughs> but I can imagine going to see these live and enjoying it even yeah yeah nice Duncan um, kind of maybe just a little bit above you to um, oh. I don't think I'm hugely above where you're coming from um, I think it's a really good album I think the the guitar work specifically is excellent on this mm. I love the production I think the production is 100% this is suited to what the band are doing yes, yeah I at agree time, mm. it, at times it is very kind of artificial and synthetic but to be honest the music they're kind of emulating from an 80s perspective that's what was used they, those popular elements are kind of in there the synth work and synth choice and tone is 100% amazing. Absolutely mm. love it. Very authentic to the time period. Um, and what I noticed while listening to it is they cover a lot of different quirks from the 80s. Like the, the, the single you're on about, which has Cowbell, also has a very rock riff. Um, yeah. Compared to... The, they don't do that in any other song. So it's like a mm. kind of standout thing. Once again, like Kyle was saying, you get Live, Laugh, Love, which is almost a... It's a playful part on the album because it subverts expectation by having a name which makes you think it's going to be a lighter track than it actually is yeah. so there's there's playfulness in here my concern coming into 2021 was there was just going to be a ton of bands that released albums that were just the most fucking depressing miserable shit ever because yeah. everyone's been locked away for a year and it's been fucking miserable and all the rest and a band like this who come along with an album like this which is so uplifting and so bouncy and so cheery and infectious and it's got grooves and it's got hooks and it's got melodies and it works it, it makes me smile like I, I go back to that comparison to Amaranthi which was an album which I remember when it came out me and you were like I suppose we might as well check it out and then before I knew it I listened to it three times straight and I'm like what the yeah. fuck what is it about this album and it's the hooks it's the hooks yeah. that bring you back every single time this album has been played maybe three four times since i downloaded it all of them on a treadmill because i'm treadmilling like a motherfucker at the moment ladies and gents and this is treadmill music oh yes it is we mm. 5k in the morning shove this on you think you're rocky um <laughs> literally i'm literally like this is music for a rocky montage like mm. rocky is training in in the hills of finland before he fights ivan drago's third cousin <laughs> Dinky Drago, um, so <laughs> like it's it really it. There's just something really concise, catchy, punchy, uplifting, and it is very uplifting. If you are wanting to listen to something that makes you feel angry or vents out your aggression, this is not the album to listen to. If you're looking for something that puts a smile on your face, this is a hundred percent the album that yeah. you should be listening to. I'll echo you guys. There's maybe two songs towards the end which are a bit indifferent compared to what you've heard before 
But yeah. I think the album finishes strong. I like Hyperactive, uh, the title track being the, the closer. I like that. Yeah. Um, Drown God's a great song. Neon Highway, Ruby Dragon. Ruby, the first like Ruby yeah. Dragon as an opener could be Streets of Rage's theme song. Like as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh my god! I wanted money. I wanted a fucking. I, I, I wanted to be in an arcade, and I wanted to be mashing the buttons and you know defeating some child that cried. Um, <laughs> like genuinely, just like in your face, a little prick. Um, like I was, I was just, it's that sort of album. It's just a very uplifting, very happy, surprisingly well written album. Because yeah. what you were saying, Dave, there's trappings that come with this sort yeah. of music. And that trapping is well, we've got a synth that's playing quite a lot of stuff here, so the guitar doesn't necessarily need to be doing that much else except power chords. Um, mm-hmm. And the guitar work is especially interesting because there's a bit of lead work in here which really works really well with the synths and adds an mm-hmm. additional layer of melody. It's, it's a very, very, very well written album. And it's one I guarantee I'm going to come back to this loads this year. Maybe not near, it's maybe not top 10 worthy uh, for yeah. me, but it's an album that, you know, you find it very, you, I would find it very hard pushed not to be hit and play on it when I want something just to change, just to change yeah. the mood of the room or change what I'm listening this to. This is going to be great for getting up to in the morning because oh, I'm such a grumpy fuck when I wake up. <laughs> And put this on, I'm like, hey, the world is great for 15 minutes, you know? Yeah, it's just a very uplifting. See, I kind of feel the same way, but I kind of feel the same way we did about Eskimo Cowboy. Eskimo Cowboy's album, which I don't think, well, EP, I don't think it's as good as this. I think they, they, they experimented a bit too much um, in certain yeah. parts, um, but it has the same overall kind of vibe about it. It's just something that makes you smile. And. Yeah. And like I say, in a world where we're going to be getting a lot of stuff, and I, it's all, we're on the precipice of God knows how many other albums, which are going to be drab, as the Scots would say. Sound uh, like I've got an album to delete and rewrite. Right, Dreek, Duncan. Dreek, as the Scots would say. <laughs> um, this is brilliant. It's just it's uplifting. It's bouncy. It's cheery. It's yeah. And like like Kyle said, if they tour, hundred percent going to go and see them. Yeah. And a band that will be an absolute blast live uh, and once again Finland Finland's a sleeping giant when it comes to bands I swear there's so much stuff that comes out of that country that I just gravitate to really fucking fast so uh, yeah. a weird little country well it's not very little but a weird country you drink more coffee per head of population than anywhere else in the world but you didn't know that you do now yeah. it's a true story it's because there's no sun they got to stay yeah. awake somehow I also don't think it's nice coffee um <laughs> like well, I used to work with a guy from Finland who was over visiting his parents and brought me Finnish coffee over and I tasted it and mud is probably the best descriptor for it <laughs> not nice okay uh, thankfully the, uh, the music is, is slightly better yes, uh, yes so is. one morning left hyperactive what are we thinking for ratings for this album um hmm. I uh I did enjoy this actually. I really did. I don't know if it's because I came off a week of, you know, listening to fucking Dane for that Twitch stream we did. Um, on the but um, I tell you what, just... it is going to be a while. <laughs> Those jokes are never going to go old. Um, so yeah, I think uh, this this came at a, a really nice time for me. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. As you said, I think they're really good songwriters um, to be able to kind of 
add, add all these pieces together, make it sound cohesive and not, you know, just kind of, you know, bits that kind of stick out like a sore thumb. It's all done really well. Um, and I can hear, as I said, the improvement since that last album. So uh, for me, I'd, I'd probably go a strong four out of five on this one, I think. Um, I did enjoy it and I can see myself going back to it. Absolutely. Uh, Kyle, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go three and a half out of five peel because the production is not for me. But on the other hand, if it sounded more natural and more like how I like to hear stuff, it probably wouldn't have suited the suited it so well. So it's like, mm, but I'm gonna, I felt like the back end of the album up to the last song dragged on a bit for me. So I'm going to go three and a half. Okay, cool. And uh, Duncan? I'm joining you on four, Dave. A four-star oh, album fine. for me. Nice. Nice one. Um, Hyperactive uh, drops on May 21st on Horizon Empire. If you want to check out the band, it's facebook.com forward slash one morning left. Uh, hope you enjoy the album. Let us know what you think. And uh, that is the review. Okay, we are um, going to play another single for you. And then when we come back, it's competition time, motherfuckers. These things never oh, worked. Oh, fuck. It's never worked before. Like, every time we've tried to do a competition, it's failed miserably. So um, we've been away for years now, so I would like to think that Dave has been practicing his uh, competition execution. We'll find out if that's we'll happened. What were, he, what were we listening to first, though? Uh, we've got the new single from Spirit Box Woo! to let you hear. Sexy. Yeah, this is this is a band that um, have created a, a bit of buzz over the their last single created huge buzz. Yep. Uh, Holy Roller. Still good. Um, and now they're back with a brand new track. It's called Circle with Me, and it's come from their upcoming new album, which is still still get a release date for it. But um, if you've never heard of them, uh, Spirit Box, Canadian three piece, fronted by. Um, I wrestled the bear once, uh, the vocalist Courtney LaPlante. Um, as I said, last single, Holy Roar, was excellent. If you've not heard it, check that one out. Um, but they've now brought this new single, um, Circle With Me. Um, they've recently finished work on their debut album, which is slated for release in 2021. Don't know when. But for now, here is Circle With Me. We'll be back right after this.
Spirit Box Circle with me If you want to check Those guys out Facebook.com Forward slash Spirit Box Official Okay Competition time Gentlemen The first Metal Epidemic giveaway <laughs> Um, And this is I think this is something We'll do from time to time On the podcast You know Just to sexy up a little bit um, Because we're good cunts You know Um <laughs> For this competition, I'm not a nice guy. I keep telling you that I am not a nice guy. You should know better than anyone. I am not a nice guy. I know. I know. You know know me longer than almost anyone who's not like blood oath born to me. Um, You sound like you're describing a brothel. A bunch of good cunts. Yeah. (laughs) It's a versatile word in Scotland. Uh, Yeah. Many many different. Yeah. You can be. You can be a good cunt in Scotland. Yes. That's a good thing. I was called um, a good bean once by a Scot. I think that might be. <laughs> good bean. Are you sure he was Scottish and not English in disguise? <laughs> it's a very thick Scottish accent that no Englishman can pull off, so yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, was, he uh, with an e? was he trying to groom you? <laughs> <Can I say? laughs> Did he have a bag of sweets in the van? That's all I'm asking. Where did he got this from? <laughs> Paid off and dipped out. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, competition. Yes, competition. Uh, so, um, we are giving away not one, but two copies. Two. I've got them here. Two copies of the brand new full length album from French symphonic death metal band Exanimous. And I've got them here. I'm showing them to Duncan and Kyle. He, he is Can confirm. Yeah, he are is showing legit. us them. Still got the wrapping like on the, them. The band sounds like a, a spell from Harry Potter. Examiners, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they pass their test at the end of the year. <laughs> Gryffindor wins. <laughs> uh, <Love it. laughs> 
the um the new album was called uh marionettiste i think i think that's how you pronounce it uh which was released on march 5th um so if you like your death metal with a a dose of symphony, uh, a la kind of flesh god apocalypse type stuff, um, then these guys will be right up your street. So, all you have to do. This is where people, like, you're asking people to do things, which always <laughs> yes. fails my podcast. So, let's make it nice yep. and easy because, like, people like, like, love listening to the content, love commenting yep. on the content, yep. ask them to do something, no, never happens. Yeah. All you have to do to win a copy of this album, I have two copies, is. Send Duncan a dick pic. No, all you have to do is, <laughs> answer, yes. is answer the following question. I totally edit so. and everything else that comes out. <laughs> so, um, Exanimous are a French metal band. Okay. But which other French metal band are on course for the first time ever to have a top 10 album in the UK this week? Now, the clue, the answer, is in the podcast. I've already told you. Duncan actually told you yeah. earlier in the podcast. Did just, not. you know, and that wasn't scripted. Duncan just said that in the podcast. Here we go. And I had a question there. Kind of See that? <laughs> See how that worked? It couldn't have been easier for you. So, which other French metal band are on course for the first time ever to have a top 10 album in the UK this week? Metal band from France. Big band. We've reviewed their album. Four or five Can minutes. I give you... <laughs> Any more clues than that? So, if you know the answer, if you're thinking to yourself, I, I, I know that, I know that answer. Well, all you have to do, and I'll, I'll give you loads of options here. You can either email us at themetalepidemic at gmail.com or you can slide into your DMs on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, any of the above. Slide into those DMs, send us an email with the answer. Get in the Discord. In the Discord, in the, wherever, wherever, doesn't matter. Um, you win a copy of the new Examinus album. I have two copies here, so two people are going to win a copy of this. Easy as that. There you go. So, um, that is us, guys. We are we have reached the end of the podcast. Episode 14 is in the bag. Um, I have another track to play for you before we go. Um, but thank you once again for checking out the podcast. Much appreciated. Uh, we highly appreciate all you guys checking it out. And uh, thanks so much. Um, our next episode will be coming in June um, so keep your eyes peeled for that one in the meantime keep checking out the reviews at metalepidemic.com check out our YouTube channel youtube.com forward slash metalepidemic um, jump into the discord server there's a little link in our um, description of the podcast on Spotify and stuff there's a little link to the discord server in there as well jump on there um, and also links to other social medias um, I have one more track to play for you and um the last track of the podcast it actually comes from a band that we reviewed on our last website uh, Rock and Roll Reviews so I thought you know it might be nice just to catch up with those guys and see what they're up to now um, the band are Ugh, see, fuck I, sake. I thought I'd managed to get out the, the end of this podcast with another stain joke uh, the band are Trucker Diablo um, rock band from the UK they are about to drop a new release it's called Tail End of a Hurricane on the 7th of May so around about the time this podcast drops that will be out so you can check that out on uh, social media and I thought you know what we'll play one of the singles from that release so you can check them out. Uh, This track is called Slow Dance Uh, I'm going to play it for you right now 
Um, so this is Trucker Diablo and Slow Dance. Um, check them out, facebook.com forward slash Trucker Diablo. If you want to buy the album, it's truckerdiablo.bandcamp.com. And uh, thanks for listening once again. We will speak to you very soon. Until then, take care. Catch you later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.